Are there times you feel your life isn't where you dreamed it would be? Do you wake up and feel like saying, I don't know if this routine is making me happy? Without the freedom to think and direct our own lives, other people do it for us. The point you start to feel off balance is tough. You question your own ability. This podcast will give you fascinating new perspectives, tools and methods from the greatest minds across the world. You'll become part of a global community, meeting people on a journey to invest in themselves first. These perspectives and tools will show you how to unlock your freedom of thought and become the master of your own life. So, let's get started. Welcome to The Shea Show. This is the leading podcast to help you learn incredible new perspectives and become the master of your own life. You can connect with Shea at Shea-Doran.com. For now, open your mind, be present. It's time to begin a new journey to your self-directed life. You got this. Good morning. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'm grateful as always that you're here. If you haven't gone back to the start of this podcast series, I really recommend that you do. We've already covered life-changing perspectives and methods that you can start implementing straight away. This week, we're talking about how easily we can be influenced by the thoughts of others, particularly when it comes to judgments and assumptions about other people. Think back to a time where you may have done this. What I mean is subtle comments, maybe in the work environment, maybe amongst friends, things like this. I don't think you get on very well. She wants to know too much detail. She's getting involved in too much. He seems quite full on, quite overpowering. So that's a few work examples that are quite subtle that you may have heard other people or you yourself may have said about other people. And then there's the more blatant and obvious examples. She's an absolute dragon. She's a bitch. He's a dick. You're not going to get on well. And then there's outside of work context, as I mentioned, the personal examples. She's always posting stuff on Instagram and trying to look really cool. She's quite well to do. I think he's a bit lost in life or he's obsessed with the gym. You know, these are examples. You're all familiar with what I mean. And I don't think many of us can say we haven't done it too. I don't think many of us can say that we haven't said those types of things, judgments, assumptions about other people. And a lot of time is wasted making judgments about other people. And what we don't realize is that all the time whilst this is happening, we're actually shrinking our own mindset and perspective because we're taking a one-angled view. And what's even worse, we're shrinking ourselves or we're over-inflating ourselves. By shrinking ourselves, I mean 
we're comparing. So we're thinking we're not as good as, or I wish I had those, or they have it all. And when we're overinflating our ego, we're putting ourselves on a pedestal. We're thinking that we're better than. And so we become deluded. And this is human nature to both hear, but to also make these comments and assumptions. And it can really be quite difficult to avoid hearing them. And a real challenge sometimes to stop yourself from making them. Though the real danger comes not only with shrinking or inflating our mindsets, but it's about when we make assumptions on other people that we haven't met, that we don't really know. Why is this so dangerous? Well, first, let me share a story to help bring this to life. A good few years back, there was a new MD coming in to manage the team that I was in. At that time, I had a really great working relationship and friendship with my boss and the team members. We spent a lot of time together. And as part of that, you know what it's like because we all do this. Judgments, talking about other people at work or making assumptions formed a regular part of the conversations that we had. And I really didn't know much about this new leader. They'd met with my boss a few times and from the catch-ups that I'd had with my boss, I felt like their relationship had got off to quite a rocky start. I was hearing things like, oh, you know, this new person, they want to get involved in everything. They're asking about everything that I'm doing. They're questioning me. And let me say, first of all, it's very normal that when people feel challenged, whether it's right or wrong, they will vent. Most of us do this. We have to get things off of our chest and close relationships mean that you're more partial to those types of conversations. Though what we're talking about today and right now is about how you let those comments and thoughts influence your own mind and your own actions. So it got off to this rocky start between my boss and this new leader. They weren't really enjoying this relationship from what I was hearing. And then close team members that I also had good relationships with started reflecting similar opinions. They're checking in what I'm doing. They're causing waves. They're causing a few rifts. You know, this is a bit uncomfortable. It seems like there's some clashing personalities. And this was all stuff that I just heard before I really knew the person, before we'd even met a few times one-on-one. -on -one. And as a result, I let these opinions and judgments easily influence my own thoughts about this new leader. I was sceptical about them wasn't sure about their style. I was deciding whether I thought they were good or not based on nothing that I'd found out myself. And soon I even found myself having similar conversations with others, which is crazy when I think about it now. You know, we usually talk about work outside with friends or 
partners. We talk about challenges in the workplace. And I found myself saying, you know, there's this new leader coming in, causing a few challenges, a few rifts, might be a bit of a bumpy ride. And really, as a result of forming this opinion based on what others have said, you can see that my view was very one-angled at this point. And truly, it affected the way that I interacted with this new leader at first. I was naturally more defensive. I had a barrier up because I guess in some way I was feeling protective of the people that I knew. I felt nervous going into meetings with them. I thought they'd question what I was doing and judge my work like I'd heard from the other people. And really, this limited my ability to show myself to have the chance to show who I was in those one-on-one interactions. It limited that, but it also potentially influenced the thoughts of other people around me from when I was having these discussions too. So I was over-inflating my ego at the same time as limiting my true self. And you know the craziest thing? Over time, and getting to know this leader for myself and building up a relationship based on fact, based on what I had found out and discovered over time, this is one of the best leaders that I've ever worked for. They've given me the most help and support on my journey. And it's one of the leaders I have the strongest relationship with. And they continue to help me to this day and mentor me. So you can imagine how much quicker I could have arrived at that point if I hadn't allowed the opinions and judgments of others to influence my own thoughts and actions. And surely it's fair to say it would have opened more opportunities earlier on. And as I mentioned, by shrinking or overinflating ourselves, we're not being present, we're not being genuine. And that means that we're hard to get on with. We're hard to open up to. Ultimately, that we're hard to trust. And that's what the foundation of so many relationships are built on is trust. So you can see now why this is quite dangerous. And maybe you're even thinking about a time that it applies to you. Where you've let the opinions or judgments of others influence your own thoughts and actions or perhaps you've pushed those opinions and judgments out yourself why do we do this why do we allow ourselves to not just hear the thoughts of others but to become actually influenced by them and for it to affect our actions as humans we're innately quite lazy in the sense we look for the easiest path, the easiest route to build our world around. And in this situation, you know, we'd go to the most trusted and familiar sources. We would believe the most trusted and familiar sources over and above what is unknown at this point. And studies have shown that we do this on so many levels. For example, if we saw something that was written in a blue pen we'd tend to believe that whatever was written was more trustworthy, more factual 
compared to if it was written in a yellow pen. Another example, claims made by people we see as having an easy to pronounce name, we think are more true compared to claims made by people whose name we find it more difficult to pronounce. And it's the same in a work situation. You're taking on board the claims that the people you know are making because you trust them. And you use these claims and judgments and opinions to build a foundation, to build a starting point. To build a picture of the other person because it's an easier place to start compared to finding it out for yourself. That takes longer. So subconsciously, you're literally thinking something like, or your brain is thinking something like, why wait? I'll take this information to be true. And well, you can see exactly what happens. Now, there's other factors in this too. It could be that we don't want to challenge the view of a trusted one. We don't want to be seen to rock the boat or seen as an outcast. So we go along with it, even if it's wrong or even if it doesn't really apply to us because we're different. We have a different personality. Everybody is an individual, right? So going back to those examples I shared at the very beginning that you may have said, you know, about the Instagram, the gym, those kind of things. The phrases that we're all familiar with, you can see how much we're bombarded and influenced by opinions on others or about other people. And really, we allow it to shape our view without doing the work ourselves. Ultimately, this means if we only go by and make judgments based on what other people tell us, it leads to two things. Number one, we're not being ourselves. We're not being real when we're interacting with that person, with that situation, whatever it may be, we have a false barrier up. Imagine that you had this thin shield around you. Picture this thin shield around you, something almost like the ozone layer. This shield is other people's judgments and opinions. And you have your true view inside that shield, though you can't quite get through it because you're only seeing through this screen. And by doing that, as I said, we shrink or overinflate ourselves. We think that we are better or worse. And these feelings and delusions use up valuable time of us being able to just figure it out for ourselves. We give higher priority to the opinions of others rather than our own findings. When you see and hear it like that, does it sit comfortably with you? Probably not. All right, so we've talked about what it is, why it happens, and the impact of letting it happen, but how do you stop it? It's very simple. It takes practice, though we can all do it, something every single person can do, and it's going to take me about 10 seconds to explain. Awareness. That's it. Just being aware.
This is the first and most important step to stop this from happening. It's that easy. If you become more aware and just notice you're taking it out of your subconscious and into your conscious. I'm not talking about saying in the moment, letting it come out. This is it. I learned about this. I I know what you're doing is trying to influence my judgments and opinions. No, I'm not talking about saying that to the other person because the other person is completely unaware of what's going on in that moment. And as we said, it's important for other people to vent. Naturally, we do it. But this is about how you then take that information and allow it or stop it from influencing your own thoughts and actions. So it's just being aware in your own mind. Just notice it. Okay, so with that, there's three simple things I'd like you to do this week that puts this into practice. Number one, just be aware of when someone is pushing an opinion onto you or when you are pushing an opinion about somebody else. So remember those examples that I gave at the start. And it may be something that you notice that said out loud, or it may even be a thought or an opinion in your head. Oh, he's like this, she's like that. We all do it a lot. So this should be very easy to start noticing these examples. So that's the first thing, being aware of when somebody says it or when you're saying it or thinking it. The second thing is I want you to make a note of that. Write it down or make a mental note, but ideally write it down what the thought or the opinion was and the date. That's it. Just simply become aware of I've noticed that it was said and then you write down this is what was said. This is the date. And then the third thing. I just want you to ask one question and it will have a yes or no answer. Is that true? Did I find it out for myself? Yes or no? Okay, so you become aware of when it happens. You write down what the opinion or judgment was or the thought was and the date that it happened. And you ask yourself one question with a yes or no answer. Is that true? Did I find it out for myself? The more and more you become aware in the first week or two, because really this is all it takes. It doesn't take long to start shifting your mindset. The less you will need to write this down and you'll just naturally start to realize and train your mind. It will feel something like, oh yeah, I noticed that. You'll realize it in the moment. I cannot explain how important this is to think for yourself and empower yourself because you owe the truth to yourself. Remember that previous line that most of us give higher priority to the thoughts of others rather than finding things out for ourselves. And in turn, it means that we're not being real and it can really affect and limit the way that we lead our own lives. 
that's it for this week. Please share your story. Let's talk it through. Instagram at underscore Shadorin. DM me and let's talk about the things that came up for you. What did you notice? Next week, we're going to be talking about how to increase your productivity tenfold and get more done in the same amount of time and start to see real progress, and I mean true progress, on the goals that you've been stalling on for a while or the things that you've wanted to make progress on but you keep beating yourself up that haven't been moving forward. I can't wait to share this with you. It was a game changer, a real game changer for me. So I'll be sharing that method. We'll speak next week. Thank you and love you all. Go to shay-doran.com to connect with Shay and find out more about becoming a Group X member.